0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to a good, good thing. I hope you're having a good week full of great things. And if you're not, well, you're in luck because from here on in, this is a good vibes only space. So nice, like super great. Oh, and Jack is here too. Hello, Jack. How was your Sunday?
1: It is, well, it's a quarantine Sunday, right? It's a very weird, weird Sunday.
0: It is. This is our our second attempt at recording via the internet. At least you're back in the country now. You're no longer in Japan.
1: Yeah, that's true. But it seems to have made no difference because I'm locked inside my own home, as is probably most of the people listening to this. So in fact, we're making quarantine worse for everyone by being like, you can listen to a subpar podcast.
0: I'm at least happy that I get to talk to you in uh, more appropriate times because the time difference in Japan made it very difficult.
1: Mm, that's true either one of us was very excited or one of us was very tired
0: yes and it was normally me me very tired from waking up too early
1: i actually have a very exciting quarantine story would you like to hear it yes go on so today i was sunbathing and the people who live above me decided to clean their balcony onto me um so i was out on my balcony the only outside space i can possibly be in and the people above me decided to wash down their balcony and all the dirty water kind of flowed down onto my face and then i was like hey guys do you think you could maybe just be a bit more careful with your like washing of your balcony and it's the same people that i gave some masks to you know to protect their health um and they were like we're really sorry we've left you a gift on the corridor and they ran down two quarantine beers and so while recording this podcast i am enjoying one of the generous quarantine beers given to me by the neighbors above and isn't that a metaphor for society in this quarantine age?
0: What ask for forgiveness, not for permission.
1: <laughs> I think it's bribe people like, with beers if you're they're angry at you. Yeah,
0: fair. Yeah, fair. I mean, I just think you got to do what you got to do to get through. I did. Uh, I did see that um, World Health Organization uh, thing that was like uh, uh, alcohol is not a uh, supporting mechanism. And I'm like, mm, is it though? I'm thoroughly enjoying my wine. Drink responsibly, everyone. <laughs>
1: It's, I've seen lots of wine out. Actually, maybe that's it's good for the wine industry. It's, I'm super curious what's going to happen with like quarantine economics. Like wine, is it going to go up afterwards? Gym memberships—they're the ones I'm thinking about, right? Because maybe oh everyone God, will. I miss the gym. Maybe everyone will realize they can exercise at home without going to the gym, and so they don't renew their membership. Or maybe it'll be the opposite. Everyone will have got so fat they'll be like, "I need to get down the gym."
0: I I hope it's the former because. I definitely plan on going back to the gym. So if it's emptier, that would be great for me. So, yeah, thanks.
1: Well, talking about quarantine and the coronavirus, which you almost can't get through a day without talking about now, because obviously it is maybe the most important thing to happen to any of us living for, well, ever. Um, we have a special guest today who we've invited in to discuss what he is doing to help, help inside, use his time, in quarantine to aid society and the social good.
0: Hello is that my intro? <laughs> I was like Jackie I was like I didn't know, even I didn't know who was going in then. So I
1: was <laughs> expecting Neil to say something and then well, I was, was like, going to
0: I know who it is so I was going to be like who cuz I was like I know who it was going to be.
1: You could either say who or you could be like yes we have got um...
0: Well no but you're the one that's supposed to be leading that bit so I can't do that bit. This <laughs> <laughs> is like being on at the BBC. This is where Pooj realizes what an absolute amateur this the whole production is. Right. <laughs> um, no, go crack on, on Jack. Um, yeah,
2: go on, introduce me. What was
1: the last thing I said?
0: Who knows? No one was listening. You said that you had, you had, uh, you were saying about how we had a guest who uh, was doing something during the coronavirus period.
1: So Poojan Majaria is a web expert um, consultant. And he decided that he was going to put his skills to good use in this quarantine period and build something that could actually like really have an important and impactful uh, change on how we view companies and influential people and how they've been behaving in this period. And I'm going to massacre it if I continue to try and describe it in such a way. So maybe I could invite you, Pooj, to, to tell us more about this project that you've been working on.
2: Hi bre <laughs> Hi, Neil uh thanks. Uh, you've used my full name, uh so that sounds like I'm talking to my parents now um what <laughs> right. it like
0: it's you're really professional like this is like this is legit
2: yeah, this is legit, like I've made it, like they're using my full name i'm it's like uh, some actor or something, and they go, so you are Hugh Dancy, right oh everybody's called <laughs> h thanks for that um yes, thanks, Jack, and Neil for having me on um yeah, hey oh, Firstly, web expert. Thanks. I guess that's the first time I've ever been called that, but um, I'll take it. We're sitting at home and we've all heard sound bites of, hey, you could, uh, you could create something special at home with all this time on your hands now. And I'm always, I, Jack knows me as someone who always has a lot of hairbrain ideas that go nowhere. Um, I pick things up and then I'm like, this will be great. And Jack somehow always manages to help me out regardless of the fact that it's the hundredth idea I've had. That's going nowhere and potentially will do nothing. And I was like, I wish I had an idea for um something to do with you know coronavirus and something that could help society because that's what we're all kind of thinking either let's help in any way we can from our own homes or learn something so that when we come out of this in three months or six months time then we'll have you know we'll be better as people not only nice to each other but we'll have a new skill under our belts and be able to do something cool so i came up with this idea called didtheyhelp.com a communal online database where just updating what brands and uh, billionaires and politicians and public figures and just seeing did they help during this period? A lot of people making paper lists or con- continually asking other people to go, who's making a mental note of all this so that we can remember this when this is all over so we know which brands to invest in? And I just thought, this is crazy. Like people making mental notes, like one person had about six or seven pictures of A2 pieces of paper where they were just making lists, and writing it down and updating everyone with a picture.
0: So I was going to say like kind of right, obviously in the first uh, couple of weeks since it's been up, like what's been the uh, the initial reaction from people on it?
2: Yeah, the initial reaction has been amazing. Um, so literally two weeks ago, we came up with the idea and um, Jack built it overnight. And then I started populating. It. And then within a few days, I put it on Reddit. And at first it felt like, you know, it was picking up some real traction and people were loving it. And I was getting loads of comments on my Reddit post saying, this is an excellent idea. I love this idea. You know, People want to have this information up that they can easily search. Uh, but then it got taken down by moderators. And I thought, oh, that sucks. You know, It was a bit of a personal project. It wasn't really corona-related and news and all that. So I thought, okay, that makes sense while well, they're taking it down. And then I just went to sleep. And I literally woke up the next day. And the website had 30,000 visitors on it. And Jack I just messaged Jack straight away who was in Japan at the time and I just said Jack this is crazy that website that you know we just thought would just sit there and just be you know a database that a few people knew about you know but just had 30,000 visitors and at the moment I can see that there's something like 150 visitors on it right now and last in the last hour there's already in the last couple of hours there's already been like 2,000 visitors and it just keeps growing I can see it going up and it's just been crazy and then over the next few days Uh, We just saw it grow and grow and grow. And it went from like 35 and one day was 25,000. Another day was 60,000, which happened just this Monday gone. Um, Yeah, it's been a wild ride, um, you know, the last couple of weeks.
0: I think it really shows that like there is that that real appetite for this information, because I think one of the things that we heard coming out on social media and stuff over the last couple of weeks was, I mean, heavily the confusion because it was, you know, why, are th- why is this business still running versus that business? Why is this company doing this versus that one? Um, or why is this person saying this versus someone else? And so there's clearly an appetite for people trying to get as much clarity as possible. And so I suppose this website is a really great way to offer that comparison and for people to find that information out.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's what I realised when I was on Twitter a couple of weeks ago is that the appetite is there. That a lot of these posts where people were just noting down paper were, um, you know, were going viral, you know, mini viral, like you know, had thousands of upvotes and things like that. And I just thought, well, with you know my background and the fact that I know people like Jack who can quickly and easily develop up a website concept like that for me. Um, and are willing to do a bit of social justice work as well, because I knew that he wanted to help out in some way if there was something related to current advice I could, then, yeah, I straight away found out. And I guess behind that, I mean, I like to try and be a positive person um, and do positive things, but at the same time, I can't deny the fact that the core concept behind um, didtheyhelp.com, even within its very name, was naming and shaming companies who had not done or helped out during this period. Um, when they could have. So we're not trying to name and shame everybody. So we're not putting on corporations who haven't been in the news or haven't done anything that's newsworthy and just go, well, what have they done? Did they help? I guess not, because they're not in the news. We're actually, the the actual main idea is to name and shame people who have actually actively done bad. And when I started that out, I just thought, well, all I'm hearing about is the bad stuff. So I'm I'm clearly going to have a website full of companies who have just done loads of bad things. Um, but thankfully what I found is that most companies and most of the website is full of good deeds and good initiatives and charitable donations or setting up you know something that's helping the vulnerable and I would say it's probably like you know the bad stuff is a small portion of it and they are the people that we have heard of or expect to see there but it's more good than bad so I'm really happy with that.
1: Yeah it's uh, looking at the Website. It seems like there's a ratio of about four to one. So four companies taking net positive actions compared with companies who are doing actions which can be classed as negative. Which is really yeah. like often when you think of big corporations, right? You're like, mm, they're definitely all evil. But in yeah. this instance, at least, uh, it seems like it seems like there's a lot of empathy and yeah. consideration going on, which is yeah, yeah, surprisingly nice, right?
2: yeah yeah definitely
0: so on the website they have um each uh, com- kind of company or person has a rating is that yeah. how does that rating work is it basically is it based on the amount uh, basically the, the the information points uh for or against them
2: yeah so that rating is um, a bit of an issue um i don't foresee it changing so i'll explain it it's quite simplistic and so we have had a bit of um you know negative com- uh, comments against it so when i first thought of this idea these the concept was to keep it very simple and straightforward Mm -hmm. and just be did they help or did they not help at the end of the day there are a lot of things that can be done that are classed as positive and negative and we could weigh them up um, and have debates and discussions about you know what's you know comparably what is a good deed and what's a better deed and what's the best deed that someone could do in this time. But then I just thought that's going to get bogged down and the website won't be able to update itself quick enough. So we came, so I personally, I came up with it and, you know, unfortunately I can, you know, I'm first of it, it's not the best system, but it is literally just everyone starts at zero and you get a point for doing something good and you get a minus point for doing something bad. So it doesn't matter whether you, you know, your company has donated, you know, a thousand pounds Um, you know, or whether they've donated a million pounds or, you know, Jeff Bezos came out recently and has donated a hundred million dollars to, um, uh, you know, an Amazon fund to help out his staff and make sure that they're well looked after. Um, That's all going to be one point, whether you were at the low end or the top end of that donation. So it is quite simplistic. And then even going further, in the beginning, I did give a point even to people like celebrities who, you know, like, and this was a, you know, a Point of, you know, um, where people were getting really angry and they, you know, comment in on Twitter and on the website where I gave a point to Gal Gadot, uh, the actress, for having started, um, you know, an imagined sing along with other celebrities. And I, and I gave her a point for that because ultimately she was trying to do something positive. You know, there is the argument to be made that, you know, she's an actress and she's in the public eye and she's a celebrity, so she may have been doing it to, you know, get a bit of PR and jump in on the whole coronavirus thing. But I kind of gave her the benefit of the doubt and thought, well, she's just trying to raise spirits because everyone's at home is down on themselves. They can't see their family and they're getting bored. But a lot of people were like, "How dare you give her a point for that?" That you know, that went really badly. Nobody liked it. It was cringy. And yeah, personally, I did find it cringy when I heard it. But I can't, um, I can't not admit that there was some good intention behind it, regardless of that. But yeah, so that's how the point system works. Um, you know, that's a long way of explaining that.
1: Do you have uh, like? Because I know we were talking before there's a team of volunteers who update this website and there's also it takes submissions from People on the internet who just come to the site and it's had something like is it a thousand submissions for like companies and influential people and also Like 250 uh, Amendment suggestions to change existing posts. Are they the right numbers?
2: Yes In the first week that it was being built, there was no submission form, so it was just me going away and researching and using Twitter. And then soon after that, um, we came up with the idea of having a submission form on the homepage because we were getting so much traffic. And we thought, well, you know, this is a community thing. People want to be a part of this. They don't just want to go on the website and type in the name and, you know, name and shame. They want to be a part of this and make their own nominees as to who's been good and who's been bad. And that does a lot of the research and work for us because if they bring that into us, then we can just work on getting them on the site quicker. So yeah, as soon as we had that, you know, um, over the next few days, we ended up getting so many submissions that at one point it was at over a thousand submissions, the backlog. And it became so crazy to work through that for myself because at this point, I was still doing the whole website all on my own, Um, not the development, but the actual updating the database. And so um, the volunteers that, well, Jack's just mentioned, um, he's the one who actually introduced the idea and convinced me that that was a good idea. I was quite precious of this idea, not because I didn't want anyone to be a part of it, but because I didn't want to bring people into the fold who I didn't know and didn't trust because I felt like this information that we're putting out there and the traffic that we're receiving to the website was very sensitive than the information we have out there. And that if we just introduce anybody, you know, someone could be a bad egg, for instance, And have something, you know, be in it for themselves and uh, slander someone. And I wanted the website to be neutral of opinion. So whilst we were giving negative points and positive points, we were basing them on news articles. So Everything's backed up on the website, everything we say. And I wanted to make sure that we were doing that because of the audience that we had on the site. But Jack did convince me of volunteers. So we brought them in. And they've just been absolutely amazing. You know, um, I'll I'll shout out a few of them. There's Becky, there's Josh, there's, uh, you know, Shoe. These are people that actually Jack brought on. There's Leah, who's actually, uh, you know, rated Jack in some ways. Actually, She's actually going out with his brother. And then there's people on my side, like uh, Keville and Raoul, you know, and then my own fiance, Claire. So everyone's been really putting their hands into this. And since then, we've really like created a really good team of volunteers who want to do good, who want to help out. And they're actually working their way through their submissions now, day by day. Every day, there's at least another 25, 30 new people that I can put onto the website to update it. And then going further than that, Jack actually then put a notice on the front page saying, look, if you want to volunteer, submit into us. And so... We actually got so many applications from people that I had to start, you know, turning them away and say, look, we've got way too many. I can't onboard all these people. And also we've got way too many people in the system right now than we need. And so there are Canadians working on this. There are Americans working on this. Um, there are people from Switzerland working on this in Europe, from Italy. Uh, you know, we've just got a massive team now. Um, you know, across the whole world who every day, they've just got access to it and they go in, they do a couple of hours, they get some submissions ready. And then, you know, one of us would go in, he's got administrator rights and just, you know, review them and publish them. And it's working really well.
1: Because that's the nicest thing about this, right? Well, I mean, like there are two nice things. Like one is the didtheyhelp.com project, which means long term, when people look back on this period, we have... This database and this historical record because previously it's quite disparate right news sources come and they go and they go down news agendas and who knows how to look up news archives on websites and and so it's nice to have this centralized resource of one when we look back we can go oh this is how companies behave and two it's also nice like we've seen a couple of companies come to this website and it's nice to know that they are aware that the behavior that they're taking is being monitored and compared and tracked, and it's not like they can just get away with maybe sidestepping any kind of responsibility because it's a like anxious time for lots of people so like there are those two good points: one that this record is made, two that it might actually encourage positive change in the companies themselves but the third thing, and the thing that's really resonated with me is just those thousand submissions from strangers on the internet, the 200 amendments, the team of volunteers, who have just put themselves forward to say, please, let me help. This is a big problem. And I want to help in any way I can, like, there's even a a donation thing up on the site. And people have started donating monthly money to help pay for the hosting fees, which Poojan is covering. Um, And so it's really fascinating to see like, and lifting and a good good thing dare I say our title in the podcast there Um, it is a good good thing to see to see just how passionate people are about volunteering and Pooj I think you're uh, a great example of that because you're putting so many hours into making this site work so that people can get this resource and that is just super impressive super amazing
2: Oh wow! yeah, thank you uh yeah, I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it um yeah you know, i'll be, i'll you know it's nice to be uh, recognized for that you know obviously you you know as well as I do that I didn't do it for those reasons, but um, and it's always nice when something takes off and you get some recognition for the time you put in. Um, but just to go back, firstly, I love it when a movie says the title of the movie in the movie. So yeah, <laughs> pretty good thing. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, secondly, yes, uh, one of the main reasons. I just go back to a couple points you made uh, quickly. Is one of the main things for me, aside from naming and shaming, um, you know, and having this in the database, and you know, great that you know it's four to one as to the good deeds, is the fact that I was I got to my wits end a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, looking at all the things that are trending on Twitter and all the bad things that people are doing. But what got me wasn't that they were doing all these bad things because that's just, you know, part and parcel of daily life now and hearing my corporations do these things. It was more that, you know, we, as usual, were outraged. But what I could foresee was that in a couple months' time, we would just completely forget. Oh, once this is all over, we'd go back into the world and we'd go and invest in Amazon. And we know what Jeff Bezos has done. We'd go and fly Virgin Atlantic or get Virgin broadband. Okay, I know some of these properties aren't really um, related to him anymore, and he sold them, and they're you know being uh, you know run by different corporations or different people. But these are still under his name, and some of them, you know, and we just continue using them like nothing happened. So we had our five minutes of outrage and then you know what could we really do and so one of the main reasons why I wanted to build the website was I wanted to create a collective memory for the future that we could then go and look at once this is all over and be like oh yeah Jeff Bezos and you know um, Sir Richard Branson did do those things and I can easily search it and find out exactly what they did and here are the news articles to back it all up so if I want to read more I can go read more about that but ultimately now I can make a more informed decision and tell them that I don't want to invest in their company and their poor practices and the way that they treat their staff because it's not right because they are literally billionaires and some of the richest people in the world and they're telling us to go and fund to help their staff to stay on and uh, keep working in these times and put their lives on, on the line when they could easily just invest 100 million and it wouldn't even dent their personal wealth. So I wanted to create that collective memory and to move on from that, I the fact that I was inundated with applications from volunteers and had to actually turn people away. Um, but then to go further than that is that Jack was completely right in introducing volunteers. Whilst I had trust issues about letting people into this website because of how much traffic we we're getting and worried that someone would make, you know, some kind of slanderous comment on the website, you know, as an administrator or something. The fact is, is that. I as one person cannot make this live on past the coronavirus because as much as it was successful initially based on what um, you know, Jack and I did to the website, it can only live on in the collective memories of society if we, as a society, come together and actually put work into it. Because my own network can be depleted so quickly, but then they've got their own network, and the fact that they're working on it on a day-by-day basis means that they're letting people know, you know, day by day that oh, I'm working on this, and I'm in, you know, I'm contributing to this, and they'll let Twitter know it, and then tw- and then it'll just it'll be like a spider web and it'll span out, and hopefully, once this is all over. Thanks to the volunteers and the hard work they put in, and the fact that they put their own personal friends and family networks, it can spread on and live on. So we can use this as a free resource going forward, and be like, "Well, I'm not investing in this company because they're terrible."
0: Well, I think I think to yeah to jump onto that point, like that's kind of as a the, the third party in this conversation that was you know essentially the viewer coming to this website. I think that's it's that legitimacy and accountability. I think almost the naming and shaming terminology for me isn't even correct because I feel like naming and shaming feels like a very tabloidy and I think there were initial conversations when Jack told me about the website and especially with the celebrity slant where I was like you're always going to get like haters and opinions on that kind of thing so I think there's always a bit of a gray area there but actually when it comes to the companies it is legitimate accountability and actually it's almost like It becomes like your glass door record, where it's when I'm thinking about working for a company or taking a job there, what did that company do for its staff in times of need? And actually, if that staff, you know, if that company has not taken uh decent moves to protect its staff and look after them, then actually is that somewhere that I want to go? And so I think these these reports have real legitimacy in um long-term effects on the company, as they should. Like companies shouldn't be able to make these, like, you know decisions that affect its staff under the table and not be seen by people and i think it's it's only by that kind of social pressure of people seeing that that's unacceptable that companies are going to ever make a decision that is actually for the staff and not for their bottom line
2: yeah no i totally agree Mm -hmm. and i think that's the feedback i've seen on social media more than anything and it's funny that you bring up glass doors because jack and i have had literally millions of conversations, okay, not literally, but we've had millions of conversations this week about where does this website go after coronavirus? Now, sure, it's popular during this period and it may continue to be for the next three, six months, but what does it become? And one of the main things that I've seen people refer to this website and actually tweet about it is, well, future job, ref- you know, uh, using as a future job reference or, you know, like a glass door type company. Now, glass doors is great because I use it whenever I go for a new job and I look at, you know, what do the people who work there think? Uh, what's the average salary? You know, what's the insider information I should know about them? Are they good or are they not? And I love the aspect of it. And. So what we've talked about, what this site could potentially become, you know, aside from becoming stagnant, And just about um, coronavirus and when this is over it kind of you know goes into obscurity and isn't a thing anymore is that we could then start updating it with other issues about companies so like if someone's going to amazon and uh, they're you know potentially going to work there then they could type in amazon and get a landing page where it says something like okay well you could either learn about what they did during the coronavirus and click through or you could learn about what they've done about global warming or you could find out what they've done about slave labor in asia and developing countries and so based on these things we could just start putting information out there and I guess it's slightly different to glass doors in the sense that we're backing up with news articles so these are actual facts that we know so whilst glass doors is great because you get inside information you never really know if someone's a disgruntled employee or an ex-employee or just didn't get that raise they wanted or had to move away and so sometimes you do have to take it with a pinch of salt and I mean you could say that about journalism as well You never really know, you know, if the journalists have done the, you know, uh, due process and worked out whether this is actually real information that they're uh, presenting about this news article. But at least it's backed up by, you know, um, good and bad news sources to say, well, this is what they did about global warming. And so we're hoping it could be used as a resource like that in the future.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And I, I think that's that's exactly it. It's that it's the need going forward for like ultimate transparency in companies. I think it's kind of as someone that works in, in like, well, the broad sense of marketing, like, you know, we're very much with current climates with social media um, and all that kind of stuff. um, People demand and expect transparency. And actually you need websites like this to, to offer that to people because, you know, it's really easy for some companies to hide and actually it's, it's, we're in a in a moment where it's just no longer possible. Companies have to declare and show that they're picking a side, and they're make they're taking actions. And it's important for the both potential employees and potential consumers to to have that information.
1: It's it's very interesting though because out, there was a, a debate um, at uh, Did They dot com, which I'm sure Pooj won't mind me sharing about whether it could the website itself could maybe be turning to the dark side. So there was, we mentioned it briefly earlier on, Poojan brought it up, um, there was the Gal Gadot uh, page, and that got so many uh, like conflicting opinions on it. Like that, at one point we changed her from positive down to negative, right? The website changed her from being a, a positive influence to a negative influence, because so many reports about it being ill-timed and negative. Um, but then there was a big discussion about whether how we hold companies and influential people to account and whether we should compare them in different ways and how we should treat individual uh, famous people and celebrities and whether it's fair to judge them based on... Because if you look at some of the, the tabloid headlines, for example, you will see Gal Gadot getting massively panned by them. But is it fair to link her with a company like with a minus 1 rating for example compared with say i don't know a company that's laid off all of its employees and not given them any wages for example and so it was very interesting to see how did they help try and tackle those those issues and how the coronavirus on did they help also became like a kind of like a nexus for other issues such as how we rate people in society what it means to publicize information on the internet what it means to have these kind of abstracted ratings of something um which was yeah fascinating pooch the, the gal gal thing there was a solution to it right
2: yeah so yeah just to pick up on that gal Gadot one um okay so just to contradict you a little bit there you said 99 percent accurate stuff we never downgraded it to a minus because i wouldn't allow that because ultimately i can never downgrade someone who i believe you know whether for their own benefit or not was trying to do something positive so i would never have let it Get to that, but we did make her a neutral one, which is what she currently is on the website. We did get a lot of stick, and you know, I don't always want to bow to public opinion because ultimately, then I'd be changing Trump or Boris Johnson all the time, and any other political figure, because you're always going to get people from different ends of the political political spectrum coming on and saying, "How dare you say this about my president or my prime minister? I'm a Tory, whatever." And we're, like I said, we're trying to keep it very neutral, so I didn't want to bend to public will too much. I just wanted to keep it the facts, and what we did about the celebrity is, um, and Jack was actually the first to pick this up um, because ultimately I wanted to initially have it about celebrities and corporations, but Jack very quickly made a very good point, which is in society where um, celebrities are just people like you and me who make mistakes, who can be ill-informed, who think they know about a subject, who may be, you know, even to an extent brainwashed by uh, the fake media and fake news and stuff like that, and you just never really know what to believe, then they can you know, as humans make mistakes, and did we really want to be shaming them on the website? A corporation's one thing because they're making money, um, you know, they're employing people, and they have a duty to look after their stuff.
1: Poojan, I would like to finish on what you think are some of the most feel-good stories that you've heard companies, because you have a unique position, probably amongst most people in the world now, is that you've seen at least 300 companies or influential people's uh, stories about what positive things they've done, and so, I'm curious, what are some of your favorites that you can share with us?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot there. Um, yeah, unfortunately, as much as I would love to shout out a smaller company for doing something amazing, um, what I've noticed a lot is that whilst they are doing amazing things, there are some companies I've never heard of because a lot of the posts and companies on the website are American thanks to 80% of our traffic being from America at the moment. Um, What I've noticed that a lot of the bigger companies have done a lot and actually, one of my personal heroes, Bill Gates, personal hero is not because he created Microsoft and is a billionaire, but because he's been a philanthropist for like, you know, the last couple of decades, um, you know, when, you know, he's not on the board anymore, set up the Bill and Melinda foundation, which I just absolutely love because they've just got this mindset where they want to go out and help developing countries, build toilet systems, integration systems, and, you know, help them, you know, move, step forward, you know, tackle malaria, things like that. And what I've noticed is that corporations of that level, Microsoft and, Apple, and, you know, even like from the automobile industry, like uh, General Motors and Ford, you know, they're, they're all just banded together. They're, you know, they're reformatting their factories, they're shutting down what they currently make, and helping out and starting different funds to help different uh, initiatives. So for instance, you know, we've got a shortage of ventilators in the world, or we've got a shortage of masks for our healthcare professionals. And so they're not just creating one initiative and going, okay, there you go, we put our name to it, here's 10 million dollars, you know, go do something. They're they're creating multiple initiatives. Uh, Bill at the moment, Bill Bill Gates is um, funding, I think, something like upwards of 10 different vaccine initiatives where he's gone, yep, if you guys think you have the answer to this and you think you can go away and start testing, I will create you a lab. I'll give you, I'll fund this completely. Go away and do it. And that's what I found really amazing because I'm personally quite cynical, so when I see a big company go and invest in something like this, I'm just thinking, sure, you're just trying to get the PR, you're just trying to get your reputation up there, this is a great opportunity for you uh, to make money, but when I see... Then General Motors or Ford or Microsoft or Apple do multiple donations, create multiple foundations, you know, upwards of five, you know, each. And they're going, okay, now they're investing this. Now they've created this. And then they create a foundation, which is to support the workers in their industry. And they create like three or four of them. I'm thinking, okay, this for me goes beyond that, because a lot of this. Uh, people don't even know that they're doing this. I I know it because people have submitted it in, they've nominated them. I've gone and read the news and researched it for the website. But the normal people, normal society is just going, okay, great, Bill Gates has invested, you know, a hundred million in that thing. Cool, he's an awesome guy. And I'm going, actually, he's done like a hundred things more than that, and he's investing loads and loads of his own money to go into his foundation. And this is amazing. Like these guys are really trying to use their power, position and wealth to get this forward. And so I, I have to give a shout out to a lot of these big companies, because they've really surprised me. Now I see Apple as evil, but they've done some amazing things during this period, not just one amazing thing, they've probably done like close to 10 amazing things. And the leaderboard reflects that.
0: I suppose it just leaves it with us to say, uh, thanks very much for one, joining us, two, for this incredible idea, and for the the time and effort that you're putting into it. And I kind of, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it grows through this pandemic, which obviously we all hope finishes very, very soon, Um, but actually kind of like where it goes on to next and the other issues that it starts holding uh, companies to account on.
1: Yes, thank you, Poojan, so much for for coming on. Thank you for your work. Thank you for the list of heroes and zeros who we can all visit on didtheyhelp.com.
2: Thank you very much for having me. It's uh, it's awesome to be on this. Quite sur- you know, it's quite uh, surreal to be on this. You know, the last podcast I heard of yours was that putting a Forward one where Kat Harrison, I believe, was on, who's also a friend, and uh, so it's yeah. real that I actually get to be interviewed because I was just like driving to work, going, oh yeah, cool. This is a really good cool initiative what she's done,
0: and she's being interviewed by these guys, and now I'm being interviewed. Weird. <laughs> We just got we just got friends doing great things. What can we say? Yeah, and is- we only make friends with people doing great things. That's the condition of friendship. It's first you must. Yeah, basically be. it's like it's, it's in the interview process. Are you doing something good enough that we can get a podcast episode out of it?
2: <laughs> that explains why you've been ignoring my text messages, yet Because it's like you go like months without messaging me back, and then all of a sudden I come up with an idea, and you're like, "Hey, Pudge, we're cool buddies, aren't we?" So I
1: could refute that, or I could say congratulations for making the shortlist. Okay. So <laughs> we have our own internal rating system of like, did they do something awesome dot com, and then that's how you get on the podcast.
2: Oh, awesome! Well, yeah, it sounds like I'm on it at least, even if I'm at the bottom. So I'll take that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want is complicated zero rating. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, wow, well, yeah. I like the fact that then I've got the most text out of anyone just to explain why it's complicated.
1: <laughs> For anyone who's listening and doesn't get that joke, head to didtheyhelp.com and click on anyone with a zero and you'll understand. Um, well, all that's left to say is thank you, Poojan, and good luck with the project.
2: Excellent. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: I think that it's such a great idea i'm I, i'm just really impressed and i think it's just one of the biggest things i'm loving out of all of the mayhem at the moment i'm like trying to avoid saying uncertain and unprecedented times because i think we all do that like 400 times a day um it's just people getting active and doing something because it's quite interesting that i've also seen on like social media and even in uh, my own social media with my friends where they've like you know like bad mouth, like someone doing an Instagram live or someone doing something. Like, it's not. This is where I don't think people are necessarily. It's like that's the point. They're not capitalising on something. They're actually just trying to do something. So you could have thirty million followers, but the point is, is that like, even if a hundred of their followers watch their live, it's brands just trying to put out something, and it's people trying to do stuff. And Pooja's a really great example of someone just being like, "Hey, I have this idea. I have these skill sets. My friends have these skill sets. I think we can pull this." and actually create something that can help people and um, give them some clarity, give them some information and potentially help them. And I just and think it's really...
1: <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were stopping.
0: <laughs> just It was so cool, I couldn't stop.
1: Um, yeah, and well, it's, it's so interesting to record this podcast completely separate because the dynamic really changes on when you know when they come in a conversation. Yeah, completely. Um, that's the, the biggest problem with coronavirus is the quality of this podcast has gone down 5% but uh, <laughs>
0: well, we need to figure out a way where we can also do a video stream as well
1: oh uh, yeah that would make a lot of sense okay so what i wanted to say was yeah the amazing thing that like did they really because there's there's lots of people that can help right there's medical professionals and there's doctors and there's politicians and there's people in charge of big businesses right and also there's people who go to work in shops and people who volunteer but a lot of the skills of the modern age they're not necessarily like super practical for these kind of things, like web designers and UX designers and programmers. Um, and So what Pooj has managed to do is he's managed to galvanize the energy that those kind of people have. And they're like, okay, we can't go into a hospital and help when we don't have the skills. But what we can do is we can make this, which encourages people, which encourages companies to make a positive change. And it helps us keep track and it helps us have a record of these things. And that is kind of amazing right Pooja's idea has allowed those people to get involved to like 2.5 million page views in the last 10 days or something yeah and so and that's what those people that now feel like they've done something yeah and like the submissions and the volunteer teams and like even when people share it everyone's like feels that yes okay we can we can amplify this we can we can be part of something positive from this and we are able to help in some way because I do think there's like a a certain powerlessness against a virus pandemic, right? The the best thing most of us can do right now is stay inside our homes, and and I think Puja's site allows us to have to feel a little bit more control and a little more power, um, and even coming out of it, a little bit more control and a little bit more power compared with the companies which shape our lives. And I think that's a really like a really amazing thing. And I gotta I I don't like to say this to him because I don't like to be too complimentary to people. But I think it's an amazing thing, And So I'm super super proud of that. So sweet. So sweet, so sweet. Like a cherry soda.
0: So that's the end of today's episode. Thank you for joining us on A Good Good Thing. Um, obviously, as we all know, everyone's stuck at home, and this is some crazy times. So what we want to do is actually we're going to increase the amount of episodes that we're going to do. So you're going to start hearing a bit more from us. um, And we want to start kind of feeding out to you some of the positive news stories that we're, we're hearing and sharing with you. um, So that you kind of have a bit of respite and inspiration coming uh, more frequently into your favorite podcast app. So definitely look out for those because there's, there's loads of stories coming through um, that I think everyone needs to hear if only and there plus... was some kind of website where we could see positive actions that companies and influential people have made I mean yeah we're essentially going to be using did they help <laughs> to feed all of this information but also the daily reading that we're doing so uh, yeah watch out for those um, stay safe look after yourselves wash your hands um, it's going to be like wash other people uh, <laughs> and wear masks um, this really annoys me everyone should if you have the opportunity wear a mask yeah, they've now said uh, they've 180 on that one, and now say it's a good idea. So yeah, wear that if you've got it. Otherwise, follow the guidelines, stay safe, be loved, and we'll see you very soon. Bye. Very soon. Bye bye. <laughs>